Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. Today we're going to have a great show. We're going to talk about the presidential pardon turkeys, corn and cob, and then Dr. Don Coltis is going to join us so that we can learn more about the turkey industry and all the things that go into putting that bird on your kitchen table. Hey everybody, welcome to Doc Talk. We're going to have a fun episode today. We're going to talk about corn and cob, the presidential pardon turkeys. And corn and cob, they were the last turkeys to be uh, pardoned. I hear there's a lot of turkeys being pardoned in Washington, D.C. these days, but these two are actually birds. And as we start to think about the traditions we have in agriculture, and you think about forestry and taking the Christmas tree to D.C., and you think about partnering the turkeys around Thanksgiving and the holidays, and at the end of the season, as we head from all the work from putting things into the field and feeding our animals until we get to that point of harvest, this really is a celebration on a national and international level. So corn and cob were two birds that were raised in Walcott, Iowa by Ron and Susie Cardell. They're sixth generation turkey producers here in the state of Iowa and Ron serves as the president of the National Turkey Federation. So whoever is the president of the National Turkey Federation they get to raise the presidential flock for that year. So Ron and Susie were raising the presidential flock at their turkey farm over in Eastern Iowa. From that point in time, they start to go through a sift and they bring the turkeys in and they bring them out of that flock into a smaller room and they got to about 30 uh, head of turkeys, uh, toms where they looked at and they discussed uh, behavior and they discussed some of the things that, that uh, you know, were they going to be able to stand on the table when they got to D.C. and things of that nature. And they, they settled on corn and cob and they wound up getting there to the uh, uh, White House uh, for the celebration. So once the turkeys are selected, they were then, we had a send-off in, in eastern Iowa. And from that send-off, the two got a, a customized ride in the back of an excursion from eastern Iowa to Washington, D.C., where they were then put up in their own hotel room across the street from the White House. So Corn and Cobb got their own hotel room for the night. They had a red carpet to walk into the hotel. Once they then had a good night's sleep, the next day was the pardoning, where they were then taken across the street to the White House into the Rose Garden. Once they were at the Rose Garden, one of the turkeys, Corn, was then pardoned by President Trump. After that, they jumped in the excursion and they were transported right back here to Ames, Iowa, where now they are housed for their natural life here at Iowa State University. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot about the turkey industry, and we're going to tell you a little bit more about turkeys and how they're raised here on Doc Talk. Profusion Drench for Beef Cattle, a no prescription, no needle supplement. To learn more, go to zenpro.com. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson here at Iowa State University, and I am joined by Dr. Don Coltis. And Dr. Coltis is an expert in all things poultry, and she is really an expert for us in, in both chicken, uh, broiler and egg laying, and in turkeys. And so she's been involved. We have a big building project here at Iowa State. We're gonna put in a new brooder and a new uh, finish unit, grow out unit. I'm starting to get my tur turkey terminology better. You'll get there. But Dr. Coltis is the one that's really driving the bus on a lot of this. And so I asked her to come out and spend some time with us. And, and Dawn, um, 
you know, when, when we talk about turkey production, what are some of the interesting things that come to your mind? Just maybe not so much specific, but, but about what's different about Iowa turkey production than maybe some of the other states? Well, something that I find really interesting and fascinating about the Iowa turkey industry is that here in Iowa, we actually grow a lot of toms. So toms would be like corn and cob, they are both male. So unlike many of our other sectors of the livestock industry where males and females are generally together, um, except when you don't want the beef to breed or right, dairy right, cattle, right. Um, I will go back and say that those aren't always together. But most of our um, broilers are male and female together. Well, with the turkey industry, males are separated from females. And so here in this state, we grow males. Well, as you can tell, a male turkey is a very large bird. And we don't put those in the oven, right? I mean, you're not looking for a 25, 30 pound turkey when you're thinking of Thanksgiving. So our birds are actually going towards that post-processing. When you go to Subway or Jimmy John's, you're likely getting an Iowa bird. When you uh, get Jimmy Jean sausages that are turkey sausages, those are from turkeys that are toms, and most of those may be coming also from Iowa. So not all of them, because we are actually the seventh producer of turkeys, fifth in processing, so we actually will produce er, not as many as we process, but we will process some from Minnesota, South Dakota, Missouri, um, areas that actually do have a lot of processing. So we'll have a lot of birds that we process, and those will go towards secondary products. Absolutely, and I, I thought it was really interesting that Folks, you know, if, you, if you're raising toms, they're going to go towards processing and sliced meats and deli meats and, and, and sausage and different processes like that. And then if you're looking for, for the one that's going to go on the table, you're talking about the hens. Correct. And those are going to be raised and, and they're smaller and they fit in your oven. And, and so something that I learned um, about turkeys. Um, you know, when we start to think about turkey production, you know, is it, is it as corporate? Is it... Is there, are there co-ops? How's it kind of structured compared to like the beef industry? So you will have some of the contract growing, which means that you have a company such as Tyson or Cargill or Genio who will contract out and say, we will buy your turkeys. And a lot of times with those, they'll have a little bit more regulation in terms of how those turkeys are grown. Um, and then you'll have some others that are more independent, where it's an independent farmer who has been doing this potentially for generations and generations, like we have here in Iowa, and they will sell to a more local co-op, such as West Liberty Foods. Yep, we've had just great relationships with, with Tyson and West Liberty Foods, both here in the state of Iowa, and uh, they have done a lot for Iowa State University. And, uh, you know, the more we can be engaged with the industry, the better our research is, the better our teaching is, and, and that's really our job is to, to serve those industries. Um, we're going to take a break here in just a minute, but as we, as we, you know, with the turkey industry, is it a vibrant industry? Is it growing? Is it, is it something that, that we see positive traction moving forward? Um, with the turkey industry, it's, it's kind of at a plateau right now. However, I see that it is an industry that could have a lot of potential. Um, and that's the exciting part. There's a lot of people that are, are understanding that they consume turkey in a lot of different ways other than that Thanksgiving turkey or that turkey sandwich. Um, so we're finding a lot of other uses, um, and maybe it's not other uses like 
we've not known about them, we're just rediscovering them again. And Excellent. so I, I really like that. Um, as someone who is more of an amateur chef and cook at home, I really like to rediscover a lot of aspects and, and recipes. And I think this is something that we will learn about turkeys as we go along, or awesome. at least my personal journey has. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a break. My favorite right now that I've discovered is the turkey tenderloin. So look for some of those in the grocery store. We're here at Doc Talk. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> 